Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Dr. Kid, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. Oh, I'm so glad it has. Oh, it's it's about time. <laughs> it's so, such a negative intro. To, uh, <laughs> I know. Should, something... should we try to say it like a, a more positive? So, so it's hey. uh, come to this now. Uh, even that sounds. It's, well, that sounds resigned. Like yeah, that's like, uh, that's like seeing the uh, tidal wave on the horizon. Be like, well. We're fucked. Well, we've picked a <laughs> joyless name for our podcast, and there's no way to reverse it now, so we're married into it. Absolutely. But yes, yeah, recent, it'll never change. Recently, though, you and I watched some movies. Uh, yeah, we had a, we had, it recently came to this that we watched uh, a what, full five? day of yeah, movies. We had a movie day. Um, all my movies that I voted for got in. Which yeah, is you, a this, you really, you is really, that the first time that's ever happened? It's the first time it's happened to anybody. I dom- guys, I dominated this yeah, ballot. He won. I was Charlie essentially curated a full day of movies you're welcome. for our group. You're welcome. You're welcome. You keep <laughs> saying that. It was fine. It was fine. It was fun. No, it was, it was fun. A lot of sci fi. It was all sci fi. Yeah, it was all so, sci fi. Uh, With some horror, we do a mix of Oh yeah. There's a lot of crossover between sci fi horror. But yeah, every April for many years now, we've done like a big sci fi day where we have a a huge ballot that has 240 movies again everybody votes this is all eric doing this with the giant ballot (laughs) shout out to the guy across from me uh yeah i don't know how or why you do it but uh i'm glad you do and it's movies that are familiar it's movies you've never heard of it's movies that you should never have heard of (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we put put, uh if it sounds interesting or you know if one of us has seen it and's like this would be a good one for the group we throw it on we put classics on there oh yeah or we just put ones that like, eh, this seems like a premise that could be good. Or just the the one you know one line plot summary on IMDb was like, okay, yeah. alien crashes to Earth and kills everyone. Mm-hmm. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the ballot. Put it on the list. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's a finite thing, and so it's we know that we're not just like putting any movie on here. It's all a bunch of sci-fi movies, and. It's great. Yeah, we've done it for probably like seven plus years now. Wow, that many. We've done yeah. the horror one a little bit longer. Right. We do a horror one. But then it was October. like, we should also do this with a sci-fi one. And Absolutely. Yeah, so the sci-fi ballot's so great because we all keep our ballots secret. So we none of us know what's going to... Suddenly you get four people all voting super high for the same movie. And it's pretty cool because it's not like we're saying, oh, I really hope such and such gets Absolutely. the votes. It's yeah. all kept secret. And I do the reveal secret. We each watch one at a time, and you guys don't know what the next movie is until the previous movie is over. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's always been fun. And yes, we had our sci fi day just a couple of weeks ago. And so I want to go through the list of the movies yes. we've, we watched at the day in the order we watched them. Yes. Because the one we're going to talk about here today was our final movie of the night that sounds like a great idea so we started the day off with the dungeon master which is a 1984 
sci-fi fantasy yes goofy movie adventure that... action kind of like a video game uh-huh. basically that's, in what, movie form. that's what drew us all in yep we got that, that one had that's, the most that's points. how i yeah that's that's why i voted for it um and that was it was a full moon uh release yes and so we're we look up are the, if you don't know them look up full yeah, moon what is that a full moon pictures you just I full moon it's charles movies band and his whole it's charles band yeah, yeah it's you see where this years, is going yeah. guys uh but we're not going to talk about the dungeon master yet because we're going to save not that yet. for a future pod uh for some other full moon stuff and then so that was kind of a movie that i expected to get a lot of play just because one of the directors involved, Peter Manusian, I mm-hmm. believe. We're big fans of Arena and The Eliminators. Absolutely. And, this is, and uh, The Dungeon Master was another movie he was involved in. So I kind of, even though we keep our ballots silent, I expected this one to get some love. It was its first year on the ballot, so I expected that one. It was good. Uh, second movie we watched, kind of a surprise, Kind of different from our group, though we're bridging more into that area. Mm-hmm. Inframan, sometimes known as Super Inframan. Yes. Which was a kaiju movie. 70s. From the 70s. Yep. Was it Shaw Brothers? Uh, yes, it was yeah. Shaw Brothers. So it's a Shaw, though I don't think it's really gotten the same release acclaim that some other legendary Shaw movies have gotten. Uh, it's a little bit more buried, but it's definitely a proto- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's 100% that, yeah. In the best way possible. Absolutely. It was a huge hit. Uh, great monster, great creature designs. We're going to we're gonna all dress we'll, up we'll as the henchmen it. for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's our group costume. If you've seen the new MST3K shows with Jonah Ray and them, that that band, those costumes are directly taken from mm-hmm. Inframan. Definitely. Uh, and Joel Hodgson, like, said, said so. Oh. He's like, yes. I didn't realize he'd said that, but I just saw it on the yeah on the IMDb's or whatever. So I'm sure it we'll, actually we'll, happened. We will be doing an Inframan episode at some point. Yeah, uh, but maybe I, or like within a Shaw Brothers kind of frame. I think or whatever. a Shaw be interesting. would be good. Yeah. Uh, I did like that. Like I said, it's not really the direction our group is gone. We we do keep it. Pr- we keep it. We don't do a lot of kung fu. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just when we've done it, just Kung never Fu, it just doesn't seem to come up much. It doesn't get voted for a lot. When yeah. people bring their individual selections, yes. we, that's when we've got. You brought like Lady Snowblood, yes. which was great. We watched and one I, of the Lone Wolf and Cub movies from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, the one that I watched recently. Yeah, and Jason, you know, brought like uh, Thirty Six Chambers. Yes, uh, you know, so we've dabbled. We dabble, but we're definitely much more of a horror crime thriller american kind of uh, or european a lot of let's, Ita- let's put it that a lot way. of italian yes yeah, yeah a lot of italian horror and giallo yeah so yeah we tend to be there so inframan was a cool unexpected like oh apparently four different people suddenly were itching to see this and it worked great it was at the top of my list because yeah. it just sounded like a lot of fun and and it is you know this this was a the last time we did stuff i was very much like what sounds fun like i wanted yeah. to watch some What's fun, a great fun group view so inframan about as fun Which as Which, ironically, gets. that's when, like, Children of Men got voted for. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Charles Not like, that kind of fun. fun today. Everybody else picks yeah. the most dour. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Don't you want to have fun? What happened to having fun? Oh, jeez. Um, so, yeah, Inframan, there will be a future Inframan episode. Uh, the third movie was a, a really obscure one, Remote Control. Yes. 
from the 80s with what not matt dylan uh kevin dylan kevin dylan yeah that's the main one he's brought the blob earlier in a uh, reboots yeah. episode yep uh KG. yeah and this was a movie that we watched on vhs yes we had the you tape. had to because uh, it's about vhs and it is all about i i voted high for this one and i hoped everybody else did obviously they did it made it made the cut because the idea of a haunted videotape is a, is a thing I'm always going to love. Yeah. Whether you go really scary serious with it, like uh, The Ring, mm-hmm. or a newer movie like Beyond the Gates with Barbara Crampton. Oh, yeah. As the kind of the oh, video yeah, that, game. That is basically a remake of this yeah, in a lot of very ways. Very much so. Yeah. For a movie that will never get referenced. Like, yeah. Beyond the Gates definitely has its current fans. It was like a 2014 movie. I thought it was a decent movie. I really dug it. Yeah. I love seeing it. Was, it. I, I, definitely part of the... Now it's just... Part of the appeal was all those scenes in the giant VHS like uh-huh. video store. And, and you're just course, like, I want to be Barbara there. Barbara Crampton is the appeal. Now she She is, was great. She's yeah. like an unmistakable... It, her last six years has been incredible. Oh, yeah. She went from being like a fondly remembered genre actress to a fully revived... Yes genre queen i almost you know we live in the north bay and uh, she lives in the bay area so i it's almost like this thing that's i feel like we knew about her before mm-hmm. like she came to some cult movie nights before yeah, yeah she lives in she Marin. was being she popular one county over from us yeah but she was uh it's one of those where she is just so blown up now and reanimator is getting all these like oh, yeah. uh screenings across the country deservedly I mean, so is, but this is like a full renaissance uh, and deservingly so she's that's amazing I mean. yeah it's it's great to see so, so, yeah, so Beyond the Gates was another that, like, you know, cool about a VHS board game. And yeah. then, so, Remote Control, which I hadn't heard before, I don't think it got much of a digital updated release. I think the direct, I read that the director just sold the Blu-rays, like, on his website kind of thing. <laughs> right. That and so sense. now they're all out of print and, you know, you can't buy the thing for less than 100 bucks on Blu-ray. And so I heard about, so it just doesn't have a current modern footprint. Yeah. And so I had found the VHS for like under five bucks on eBay because I wanted to add it to our sci fi ballot. Voted nice. for it high. Bunch of other people did too. And that one's really, it's, it was really cool. We'll have to do a, a lot remote of fun. control episode. And uh, I don't know if you had brought this up at one point, but I, it's the movie where the uh, title is something in the movie. Is that like a theme that you had been working on at one point where it was like movies? that are named we'll cut this all out if it's not working <laughs> but there was a theme we'll edit this after there it was a theme uh, there was a theme at one point where it was like the thing in the movie is the movie title or whatever i, I was i, I like something like that i yeah. liked that that yeah uh, remote control was the name of this haunted movie that everyone would watch yeah that was the tape we yeah, were watching remote control <laughs> it's great it's it's such a concept that i love and it was a perfect direct-to-video 80s concept i think it came yeah. out 88 or 89 yeah it's like a guy that works at a video store. I already like movies about guys working at video stores. Exactly. It's great. Especially if they're Kevin Dillon. Yeah, for Not sure. Him. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously Dillon. Um, but yeah, there's like a new super popular tape that people that watch it get brainwashed and then murder. Yeah. And they kind of play it up half. So the, the tape in the movie is a campy 50s sci-fi. Yeah, I love that. And the movie too. itself plays like kind of a campy 50s sci-fi so it has that same feeling of an 80s movie like night of the creeps Mm, you know or mm -hmm. something like that has that kind of like we're making a 50s sci-fi movie in the 80s toby hooper's invaders from mars oh totally 
So, yeah. So, yeah. So, that was our third movie, which, uh, you know, it has some... Kevin Dillon is not a strong leading man, but the concept was fun enough, and the satire was strong enough that everybody was into it. The fourth movie we watched (laughs) was one that's been threatening to be watched for years. It always gets points. Yep. And finally made it Evils of the Night. Oof. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome put out a Blu-ray of this. Seems like we very recently had at least one Vinegar Syndrome release. Yes. Uh, for better or for worse. They they show up, uh, yeah, every other They've movie been showing day, up a I lot. Like. They've been doing some good work. If you guys haven't uh, heard of them, which is crazy, go to vinegarsyndrome.com. They have, they're always, every month, they release three or four new weird 80s or 70s sci-fi horror or pornography, <laughs> which we've also experienced right. at our movie days. That's coming back to me now. So yeah. Evils of the Night, I know, appealed to a lot of people because it has a bunch of veteran legends like Julie Newmar yes. and Neville Brand, who are, like, cool actors. I'm a – Julie Newmar is my queen. Catmo- she's, Catwoman she's is Catwoman, yeah. the only – Catwoman that matters is <laughs> to me. Sorry, Eartha. Sorry, Eartha. D- genuinely don't care. I love love Batman Returns. It is. I can oh, yeah. I can make a case for Batman Returns being my favorite big screen Batman. Julie Newmar is better than Michelle Pfeiffer. Nice. Love Michelle Pfeiffer. The way. Don't care. Wow. Julie Newmar. And so right. here's an '80s weird, low as hell budget sci-fi genre that somehow had Julie Newmar, Julie Newmar. in it. And sure. John Carradine. John Carradine, you know. who was no stranger to low-budget genre no. work, but is always good in yep. low-budget genre work. He was I never half-assed it. Yeah. So Evil's <laughs> the Night. Used his whole ass. Yeah, full ass. It was an old man <laughs> ass, so less square footage on it, but still full ass cheeks into it. And so, you know, I was into it. I thought it was good. It was fun. Um, we knew it was going to be cheap. We knew it was going to be not great. Yeah. But it, I think we all got... The people that wanted to watch it, I think, got what they wanted to watch out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that they, is a good way to put it. I think it. Uh, the reasons people were voting for it satisfied, uh, you know, they followed through. Absolutely, yeah. So the movie we're going to talk about at length, <laughs> at length, was the fifth and final movie of our evening. One that I've been wanting to get on there for a bit. Yes. And oddly enough, I'd been wanting it on there long enough. It hadn't been getting support. I did not vote for it this time. Wow. So I'd you been I'd been maniac. One of, I'd been one of the sole man. voters for it yeah. for the last few years, and it's gotten hardly any other support. The final the year that I'm finally like, you know what, nobody's gonna vote for this movie. I'm I'm spreading my votes around other places. That's when then it three takes or over. four other people suddenly get the urge to watch it. So we I watched, got that urge. We finished our evening with Trancers. Trancers. Also released as Future Cop. That is dumb. Future Cop. Sorry, I just want to let you know. Future Times Cop. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. You uh, just ruined Trancers. Sorry. Yeah, I really really, uh, threw a roadblock in there. Future Cop. You were building up to something, and I threw in Future Cop like a hurdle. <laughs> also known as Space Cops. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. From 1984, Trancers and Only Trancers from only now on. Only Transfers from now on. Um, 
It is, uh, yeah, it's science fiction at its best. It's uh, Charles Band directed it, and uh, he'll be someone we with bring up Richard many Band times. With the awesome score. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Richard ba- for Charles Band gets rightfully dumped on in a lot of ways, uh, but Richard well, Band, I feel, by being so associated with Charles Band, does not get enough credit for some of the truly great uh, genre scores that he's done. And that was just kind of our entry point. I was so pumped when scanners, when uh, scanners, when transers got picked, just because I'd wanted it so bad for so long that I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, well, it's. Uh, I've been I, trying to get Tim Thomerson into our. I voted for it. Uh, no, it's it's always been on my mind, and it, it has. It's one of those where it seems like it could be so derivative. Yeah. That maybe I, I don't vote for it because the the main plot of transfers is that a uh, police detective in the 23rd century has to travel back in time to the 80s to uh, bring his old nemesis to justice as yeah. uh, Wikipedia it's a, puts it it's so a would you kill baby Hitler it sounds well you know but it's very um, it's very Blade sounds like Runner-y. the Terminator, Terminator and Blade Runner and, and all those things but actually what it does is it steals from everything so well yeah. that it only has to use a little bit of each thing and it gets just enough original stuff in there that it's totally its own beast and uh totally. it actually ended up being um maybe my favorite of the whole day just oh it was definitely my favorite it, it just it just delivered everything um, it, it was the only that movie... you want in a, in a fun action science fiction 80s movie oh yeah like it, everything it has a cult following i mean obviously there's seven dude of them. there are so many transfers there are movies. seven transfers movies oh my god and now part of the, and part, two two comic book series i've been told yeah now part of that <laughs> is full moon where they right. will milk. the production company just do it full moon you know, features full moon features will milk a product you know there's a dozen puppet master movies oh yeah and you know there's three or four ghoulies movies you know, we're going to be seeing Ghoulies somehow in the theater in a week's time. <laughs> we'll report back if we Ugh, make it. You are not looking forward to Ghoulies. <laughs> I'm being coerced. No, I'm funny. not a Ghoulies guy. But, so, but Full Moon has value. We've it's gotten be tons of joy out of Full Moon features, but they do milk stuff. So there are seven Trancers movies, regardless of whether or not the franchise deserves it. So it definitely has a cult following. It's Absolutely. definitely one of the most beloved Full Moon franchises. I think away. so. Yeah, and I, it's one I've always heard of, and it's it always totally kind of been on the peripheral. It. So it's I'm glad we really finally got good. there. Yeah, it was the only movie of our day that I had seen previously. Yeah, uh, all the others were blind watches. Transfers. I think I was one of the only people that had seen it, which was shocking. I mean, probably, yeah, because it was the, definitely the most well known. Yeah. of our day, which should tell you how obscure our. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you just heard the list of movies from. <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. When Trancers is the the known quantity of the group, <laughs> um, but it was so. Uh, it was the second time I had seen it, and as happens a lot with me, a lot of movies. I whether this is confirmation bias that I'm not watching movies that I hate a second time, right, or not. I really seem to get deep into a movie on a second viewing. You know, give me a few years removed, mm-hmm. and then I watch it again, and I'm just loving the things I originally loved about it, and now there's new things that I'm loving about it. Well, in a movie like Trancers, there's so much plot like right at the beginning mm-hmm. that it is one of those things where you're trying to 
figure out what's going on because you know some villain that you've never heard of is alive and <laughs> now he's got to go after the villain but the villain's in the past but the way you travel in the past is you have to take a drug that inserts you into the mind of an ancestor a yeah. blood relative who lived at that time period <laughs> like that's a lot to that's kind of give the audience so in the first 10 minutes of a movie you, you know you mentioned about how this movie picks from so many different movies. Yeah. What I didn't pick up on until this this second overall viewing for me was, sure, there's obviously Blade Runner, Terminator, and some other classic sci-fi lifting being oh, done. Yeah. But you don't realize... I didn't realize until the second time just how much, you know, it also has elements of movies that came 10 years after it, like 12 Monkeys oh, sure. or Strange Days. Something like that kind of thing, you know, not... Uh, well, it's like it, it uses every kind of science fiction trope. It uses them know? all. It mixes them up. Wonder it drugs. Never, it never feels uh, Time just, travel. You know, it's like it puts it all together. Um, it all feels like it has a reason to mix all that. It's not yeah. just a, we'll do these things that have been established to work. And it's got a little, like, James Bond thing because they keep giving him this watch that does uh, special tricks. Like, it's mm -hmm. some sort of gadget, you know, James Bond thing. So, I mean, it's just everything kind of all oh, at yeah. once. It's a great flick. And Tim Thomerson, which, God, I will never not enjoy saying that name. But do you enjoy saying it as much as his character's name? Tim Thomerson plays Jack, Jack Death. Death. Guys. D-E-T-H. Now, why wasn't this movie <laughs> called Jack Death? Yeah, right? Transfers? Okay. Jack Death, D-E-T-H. How about even something That's silly like my butt in Jack the seat. Death, colon, transfer murderer. <laughs> like, holy shit. Who's Jack Death? Or like Trooper Jack Death. Yeah. 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 Crazy, transfer, crazy great movie, name. Like, at the end of it, you're just like, wait, so what's a transfer? Oh, yeah. yeah we're, still we're, unclear. They just, the actual one of the, process of transfer. They're just clearly being like... Look, that guy's a transfer. We gotta kill him, and so right on board, you, you gotta be just like ride or die. Yeah. With like, all right, I am anti-transfer. It's Jack Death, man. I'm on Jack this Death's side, obviously, and he doesn't like transfers. He's a police trooper in the year like what twenty two or like twenty twenty or yeah, like two hundred years in the future, <laughs> right? Whatever that would be. Too far. Still sporting the uh, the Blade Runner like trench coat. He's definitely he's yeah, def he's he definitely looks exactly deckered. like uh, Decker yeah. in the beginning. He's got the same kind of big gun. And uh, Tim, and the same bad attitude. I'll say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tim Thomerson is a guy. He's he's in a ton of full moon stuff. I want, we got to see Doll Man. I think the only time he's broken through into our movie group is he has you know he's uh, Caleb's father in Near Dark. Oh sure. Who uh, you know resuscitates him back from vampirism. <laughs> but he's not really. But Near Dark. While it's one of my all-time favorite movies, like top 20 probably, it's not really a typical Tim Thomerson performance. Right. It's much more of a serious, dramatic dad part. Whereas Tim Thomerson in a lot of movies is kind of a not-as-hammy Bruce Campbell. I could see that. That's kind of yeah. the vibe I always get for him, and that's kind of why I love him. Whereas yeah. I know Bruce Campbell is kind of too much for some people. Even though he's a legend. He's a bit. He's, he's a, a legend, but he can be oh, a bit yeah. much. He's a, he's Bruce Campbell. Well, he's, he's great in what thing. he does, you know. He I mean, does his thing. And Tim Thomerson is more of a... He's still got the self-deprecation, but he's a little more downplayed. 
yeah. than Campbell. And and he's really going for a kind of a gruff, very like Decker, Harrison Ford in this Yeah, he's movie. more of a Western actor. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Deckard was, yeah, kind of like a silent noir or walking tall kind of character. Mm-hmm. And so Tim, Tim Thomerson goes for that for Jack Death. Jack Death, man. Jack Death. Just and the I best. will point out that it's Death, D E T H. I know. Like yeah. meth. Oh, yeah, well. But I didn't not, think of it not, that way. I just so thought it'd be it's I like a funny that they misspelling. Just make him a plausible like no no no. I know it's a funny pun name, but it's, it's just it's not even spelled the same. It's just Jack Death. Uh but I I I don't think you could have found a cooler more appropriate portrayal for what every mishmash of things that Jack Death is. Yes. Tim Thomerson was just perfect yeah as this guy it's like that computer simulation where that's like we've taken 200 men's faces and just made them into one that's mm-hmm. you know that's thomerson as as jack Death. oh totally and he's just a super fun genre guy there's a great uh b movie called cherry 2000 oh yeah and he has a great uh character in that as some you know weird guy living on a did we watch that together that sounds like we i've, might have seen, I've that seen that before. one we yeah. watched a lot of movies together uh <laughs> But he's just, he's cool in everything he shows up. He's great when he shows up for two scenes, or he's incredible like this when he's carrying a full movie yeah. named after him, you know? And uh, <laughs> so I was really excited for our debut of Tim Thomerson in our movie day, and he killed. We oh, all, yeah. Everybody loved him. I think uh, Josh said something like, uh, he's just a guy who, who really seems like he... That, that he should have a cigarette hanging out in the corner of his mouth. He's one of those kind of yeah. noir characters. Oh, totally. Where... He's, he's that Philip Marlowe detective uh-huh. in the pulp. You know, he's he's Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, he's he's Chinatown, you know. Exactly. And it's so fun. But he has so much fun with that kind of a, a character. And it's not this dour, you know, sad sack like a True. lot of those guys are. Even Decker, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, uh, he, can, he knows how to cut a joke. And he's got good timing with those jokes. And he likes what he does. You know, so many times you... <laughs> I feel like so many movies with these uh, private eyes or these uh, washed up kind of cops and mm-hmm. Decker's the same way. It's like, I quit years ago. I'm out of the business. And it's like, yeah. they don't want... They're like, one last job I don't want to do, but I yeah. have to do it. And in this one, the main job is that the the big bad guy whose name is Whistler is actually alive they thought he was dead and as soon as he hears that whistler's alive he's like he's about to turn in his badge and everything like right he's like ready to quit yeah and they're like whistler's still alive he's like i'm back in i'm in it i'll do whatever you gotta do all i care about is killing where is he and they're like not where when is he yeah 1980 in our room just He's like, take me there. He's like, yeah. Oh my god. We just thought it was a straight Blade Runner, and then it's like, nope, we're going back in time. And you got to be one of your ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what ancestor would you be? I know nothing about my ancestors. Oh, not any of them that would have been two hundred years ago. No, no. And I don't want. I don't want to be any of them. Yeah. I know my my great grandfather was probably living hard lives. Washington Ritz. (laughs) So he's old enough to be like. Yeah, I named my son after presidents. Exactly, yeah. Like, he's that old enough. That George Washington. Jack Death goes back even farther. Yeah. My gosh. Uh. No, uh, <laughs> I uh, I was so full in on this movie. And also, I yeah, for a movie where that goes for some obvious jokes, I also like that you have a villain named Whistler, and you have to go back in time to stop him, but there's no Whistler's mother. 
<laughs> jokes. Like, if you kill like, Whistler's yeah. mother, then Whistler doesn't why, why exist. Why was his name Whistler? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, the, so it's like, that's such a like uh, very specific name yeah. to not have you a payoff. You don't accidentally name a villain Whistler. <laughs> you, so this whole time I'm expecting a Whistler's mother pun to be blatantly and obviously hitting us. No, they just don't go there. Yeah. So the movie is smart enough to set up casual misdirection. But you know who uh, Death's ancestor is? Phil Deathton. <laughs> yeah. That's the character's name that he he, well, he transports you know, back into his great 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 grandpa Phil. Phil Deathton. Deathton. D e t h t o n. But so let's talk about before like, he does oh, that. Yeah, I, yeah. Before he does that, I really the thing that kind of was like, all right, I love this movie. In the early part, is that so? The idea is that you can go back in time through a drug. So your body is still in the present, but your mind goes back in time yeah. to this ancestor's mind. Well, that's very so, much like when I was getting the twelve monkeys. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Or you know, it, it felt like the cell too, uh-huh. where it's oh, like totally. you're 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 basically in suspended animation while yeah. your mind is. It's a virtual is, reality thing, yeah. but this movie was not talking about exactly. virtual reality. So so they know that Whistler's gone back in time. They have his body in real time in twenty two hundred. They know his mind is in the eighteen or in the eighties. So Jack Death straights up shoots and kills Whistler's body to trap him in the yeah. past. Like no one had thought of that. Yeah. No one had. No, I mean, like we they're, have but to they're assume Jack sitting there Death with. Is among he's the supposed best. to be one of the greatest criminals of all time, or something. Just I don't like know Dalton what the thing is. is. The best bouncer yeah. in Roadhouse. <laughs> Jack Death, very highly regarded trancer hunter. But uh, yeah, he just. I just so love that idea that like it seemed like nobody had ever and even thought about like what if we just kill this body that his mind is back in uh, it just the fact that the movie would do that i loved it and it doesn't wait for you to ask the what <laughs> if like it doesn't want you to f- logically figure no. this out it's just like now he's trapped in the past and i'm going back to get him and uh man it's just the whole movie is like that where it's like shoot first ask questions later yeah. And Tim That's Morrison's what I a love. great shoot first, ask questions later totally. kind of character. Yeah. So I had mentioned like a lot of people are just like, wait, what's a trancer? Yeah. Like, how is this? But then, so it's an, a way to kind of write off this movie as derivative. But Blade Runner, I think, is one of the greatest movies ever. Sure. I love it. I don't think that's You're not going to hear a lot of argument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly one of the top three sci-fi films ever. Pretty well regarded. But, like, at the end of it, nobody's just like, wait, so what's a Blade Runner again? <laughs> that movie's not talking about blades or runners. Yeah, what, what's he running? Yeah, what's a Blade Runner? <laughs> nobody's talking about Blade Runners in this movie. The movie could have been called anything else, you know? So, but nobody talks about that. But it's Blade cool Runner, sounding. It's cool. It's cool yeah, as hell. Like trancers. Trancers. Very cool. You know? So, yeah, people just, there's a lot of people that aren't, I'm not saying trancers is is as good as Blade Runner. I think you are. I think that's exactly you know where we're saying? going. Trancers is better than Blade Runner. <laughs> it's everything I missed in Blade Runner was uh, exactly no, <laughs> but it's just it's people more willingly writing off something they deem as cheap mm. versus oh well, Blade Runner's highly respected movie. You know, I can't ask questions about this. You know, people are not as afraid to ask these kind of critical questions of trancers but guess what trancers doesn't care no trancers knows exactly trancers what it's care. doing yeah and it executes it perfectly it's such a fun movie with some heft it's not just a baseless soulless 
movie. Oh, it yeah. doesn't have quite the emotional heft of Terminator or Blade Runner, because those movies, I think, are intense. Very intense. As hell, Absolutely. emotionally. Very so much. it is definitely not that, but it is... There's some tenderness to Trancers, and a lot of that is... Who knew? Genre goddess. <laughs> Helen Hunt. Helen Mad About You Hunt. Yeah. Helen Hunt. You know... Oscar award-winning actress, yeah. so not like a secret. Helen, as good as it gets, Hunt mm-hmm. is the female romantic lead in Trancers, and, yeah. uh, and this is one of her. And first she's films. a punk rocker oh, in this movie, which is Dreamboat City. This is like, uh, I mean, she's not quite as extreme as like uh, Diane Lane, oh, and uh, Streets of Fire, or or, or uh, yeah, anything like that. But she's very much like. Very cool. She's very cool. She's like a new wave. She's cool. She's, she's a not cool a mom. She's, she's not. This isn't mom Helen Hunt. This isn't old. You know, uh, over the hill. This is young, nineteen eighty five yeah. Helen Hunt. She uh, is Helen Hunt is. And she's great. She's obviously a well. Uh, you know, she is a critically acclaimed actress. Like I said, Oscar award winning. Two, two, maybe three time Oscar nominated uh, actress. Tons of Emmys for one of the longest running sitcoms ever. But she's not. She's not a person who she's kind of like is a weird comparison, but how Daniel Day Lewis until he retired, <laughs> he's comparison. showing up in one movie every two years. Yeah, Helen Hunt is not one of these actors that is putting herself in every role, making random cameos on TV shows. Well, she's even been, back even back in the day, it's like um, I mean now she's you know it's it's like Jennifer Connelly. It's like you're probably seeing her given less roles. Yeah. because of where she's at. And yeah, the, and the way and the way that Hollywood doesn't understand that uh, I'm still fine. adult women I'm can be totally employed cool in movies. A Fifty-year-old yeah. woman on the screen. So, but you know, even I'm in the eighties, there myself. It's not like we. It's not like I can tell you three movies that Helen Hunt was in in the eighties. Yeah, mean, off the top of my head, anyways. Before I, Mad About You, I mean, that's really yeah. the big. That was her. So it's just so great to see her in this as as a punk rocker, as the girlfriend of the uh, Phil. That I, or are they even boyfriend girlfriend? No, She's I, described, but I think it's a one some, night stand. Yeah, and he wakes. So the yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. this That's is actually part. my other favorite part. Yeah, exactly. He he uh, <laughs> Jack Death transforms or uh, transfers into Phil Deathton. So yes, we, we say we up went back different hundreds per- of years. Yeah, even though the movie is set in the twenty you know twenty two twenty twos. Yeah. For like four minutes, most of yeah, the movie's yeah, yeah. set in 1984. Most, exactly, but exactly. it's like, we are gonna send you back 200 plus years, and then you just go back to where the movie was already being produced. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I love that workaround to to time travel where uh, right you're sent back to the year this movie will be released into theaters. <laughs> like there's no whatever year that scenes. is. Yeah, exactly. Whatever that happens to be, that's the ancestor. Whistler, the bad guy, just randomly popped into the same time period as the movie was being yeah. produced yeah so so jack death inhabits this his great 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 grandfather who just had a one night fling with this helen hunt this babe he met at yep the club at a club at a punk rock club i yeah. would assume yeah uh-huh. and then the great part is that he's now jack death you know hard charging no bullshit uh, <laughs> blah 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 and uh so he's a totally different person than what helen hunt 
knew the night before. Yeah, he wakes up as Jack Death. And yeah, he finds a he f- somehow finds a trench coat on the floor of the room, <laughs> puts that on, puts a little moose in his hair, and all of a sudden and she's like, "Who are you? Like yeah. what what where were you last night? Who is this person?" And he he tells her, obviously, uh-huh. you're, you're going to tell the truth. Yeah, I'm actually from 200 years in the future. And uh, it's almost a shame that I'm married because I want to try that now. Yeah, Like, right. I, <laughs> I am uh, so upset that I will never be able to I mean, woo not... a lady as as Charlie and then wake up the next day as Jack Death. I think the key is and you just to pretend got... I came from the future. You need to be... Should I just pull that with Katie? Yeah, just gaslight the hell out of Katie. (laughs) You need to be so committed to your new bit. Look, I know this is going to sound crazy. Psychically, I'm from the future. Yeah. The year is 2200. I don't expect you to understand, They give me a drug. The Charlie that you've known for the last seven years, he's no more. (laughs) Honestly, of most people I know, I think there is a chance Katie would just be like, Fine. What? <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> you could. Uh... All right, Jack Death. Well, the rent's due on the first. Yeah, and she uh... <laughs> as long as you just don't mess up in a bunch of other ways, she'll let you have your Jack Death Maybe. thing. I think. Maybe. But yeah, she lets so, me get away with it a lot. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm thinking maybe this Jack Death we'll, gas. She's like, we'll see where plausible. this goes. Yeah, let's see how long you can keep this up. I'm willing to play along with this for a bit. I'll let you know. So now it, I kind of want to do it. It is a super fun twist on the Kyle Reese yes. story, where he's telling Sarah. Except the great funny recurring joke in Trancers is that Jack Death keeps missing out on the sex. that's right his ancestor keeps bagging the chick because with the drug you can get pulled out of it and so there's a few times where he gets pulled back to the present day of 2200 and they're like new orders you got to do something different the plans have changed death and and then he goes right and every time he goes back it's like man that was good again it's like damn it phil are you kidding me yeah (laughs) phil is just bagging chicks he's he's like jack death's coming in the next day and i see phil as like the passenger like in being john malkovich where he's in the back of the skull like what's going on yeah who's this jack death guy and then all of a sudden he's like all right oh good time to get back good good time to be good time to be phil phil yeah so i love that so the whole movie in the terminator builds up to kyle reese getting to be the you know, Sarah Connor's love guy. Interest, yeah. Again, which we keep pointing out. And this really, I don't, you know, this came out so much in the same time as so, Terminator. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is even taking. No, no, no. Like, that's it's one the of those where it's thing. like. Wasn't like now, Terminator 84? Well, I'm looking at it. Like, like, same year? This release date, UK, November 7th, 84. So this movie might have come out. I'll have to check the Terminator <laughs> yeah. dates. It's too but close to be like a it's full just a funny, ripoff. Yeah, it's yeah, not like all obviously. those. It's not like how we've seen probably a half dozen of post Alien movies. You're right. Post Jaws. Yeah. Movies. The Alien on the this ship. This is like a. Or how there's a million Mad Max movies oh, that are just you know bikers the, in the wasteland. Spoiler alert: They're all great. Oh, they're all fun. They're all great. Yeah. Um, but no, so Trancers is this kind of great ripoff who's not really ripping. Like you said, it's not really ripping anything off. It just kind of gets a lot of these tr- sci-fi tropes right. Yeah. But so I love the fact that Jack Death is the guy who, and it's a, also a clever way to get around not having to show Helen Hunt naked. Yeah. They're like, very it, respectful to Miss Hunt. It's I a appreciate hilarious that. 
perfect workaround of being like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, we just did this? What? Yeah. Now I'm Jack Death? Uh, and it's good. And his uh, his boss is played by another oh, yeah. awesome character actor, Art Lafleur. Oh yeah, Art Lafleur, who is total legend. And he was also in a bunch of Full Moon features, but he has got great roles in like The Sandlot or The Blob. He's great as the pharmacist. Oh sure, in the, sure. In the eighties Blob or stuff like you know nineties video store trash like Air America. Like, yeah. that guy, is, Art Lafleur shows up in so much stuff for, like, 20 years. He's great. And so this hey, is... You guys, look him, up, you look him up, you will know exactly who he is as soon as you see him. Yeah. You'll be like, he's oh, been, yeah, that guy. He's, he's been in a dozen He's that movies, perfect, that guy, like, character uh-huh. actor. Absolutely. Yeah, he's great. But he's, he's, in the, he's in the cup of But his, his ancestor, who he has to come back as... <laughs> When he has to give Jack Death more, so he more everyone's got this technology. Everyone this is has not a technology secret and technology. All these guys are using it, uh, so he has to go back in time to give <laughs> Jack Death a message. And his ancestor, the only option during that time period was what about thirteen-year-old girl? Thirteen-year-old yeah. girl, <laughs> a tiny, so a it's tiny a, child. You get a thirteen-year-old girl doing line reads as if she's Art Lafleur. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's just one of the like countless things. Countless bits of joy that Trancers is bringing to you. It's so great. But it's, it's perfect. So not only is Tim Thomerson, as we've said, the perfect, not as good Deckard. Mm-hmm. A guy who's just a less serious, less depressed Deckard. <laughs> he's perfect for that. Yeah. Helen Hunt He still is, drinks like Deckard. He uh, still, he still st- wears the, the coat. The cigarette but out he's of still, his mouth. He's, like I said, he's into it, man. He's like, so into he's his role. Like, after this he is guy still romantically linked to the detective lifestyle absolutely and helen hunt is a great sarah connor you know that absolutely. sarah connor role of the woman who needs to be convinced of a totally unconvincing thing yeah and has no reason to believe you know she, it's literally like a on one board night stand pretty with quickly a, right she is he, he kind of bugs her for a while she has a job as like a Santa's little helper, uh, elf in a oh, mall. Oh, she's a mall elf. Remember that? that is remember so how good. she was like wearing the outfit, and we were like, "Why is she wearing like a Mrs. Claus <laughs> dress?" Yeah. And then it's like she literally goes to, "I gotta go to work now," and you see her going to the mall, and we're like, "Oh, okay." There's Actually, so many. There's so, so many of those details yeah. like that that are the kinds of details that people love about hugely successful movies. Like, that's the kind of detail, like, in Back to the Future that somebody would be like, oh, man, I love how his mom, like, works as a Santa mall elf. Like, right. But because it's Trancers and it was way less budget and way less of a cultural impact, you don't have it. But these, this movie is chock full of those kind of, like, this is why I love Trancers. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone is saying, Helen Hunt is such an unexpected, cool, fun, heroic babe. You know, for a woman who is... She's a lot of, As, she really is fun. Like that's a, she's, she's just, just so fun. She's, she's so perfect. She's in into movie. it here in this movie. And, and, uh, yeah, she never, uh, yeah, she just rolls with it. And I just, uh, yeah, it's, it was so great to see her kind of just, uh, in this totally different, I didn't. I don't vibe. really think of her as nobody should really think of her as a genre actress. She didn't, you know, she was in what, no. like, wasn't she in Twister? Oh yeah. She was in Twister. That's, that's a genre movie. That's a great movie. You know, so that was kind of the peak of her you know, 
uh, box office right but, there. But yeah, like back, in, uh, like I'm gonna look her up now because I'm like, what did she do in the '80s? I mean, she's doing things like, Wasn't uh, she in, like she's doing Girls a lot of just want to have fun or one of those movies like that. She's in a lot of like TV. Yeah, she's in Girls Want to Have Fun after Transfers, but it's all TV movies before basically Choices of the Heart, Quarterback Princess. <laughs> Uh, give me a break. She plays Valerie on Give Me a Break. And, well, you know, it's so Char- every title that Charlie just read just convinced <laughs> me further to make this a full time Helen Hunt oh, stand yeah. Sweet, podcast. S- literally, it, before transfers, it goes Sweet Revenge, oh, Choices of the Heart, Quarterback Princess. I want to see Choices of the Heart and Quarterback Princess. So, uh, Bill Colon on his own. Bill on, on his, his own. own. On oh, his own. God. I want to watch I don't know what that is. Helen Hunt movies now. TV movie, Desperate Lives, The Two of Us, Child Bride of Short Creek. What you don't know is that's all one movie title. That's crazy. The Desperate Miracle... Lives, The Child Bride of Short Creek. The Child Bride of Short Creek. My God. Dude, Anyways, Helen so, uh, had... maybe so she is a genre. We didn't what, know but what she's Helen like Hunt a TV... did in the 80s. Apparently, now Helen Hunt had an exciting, on-paper, television movie 80s career. Yeah. She sounds like a TV movie legend. She's killing who and the, somehow broke into And in the 70s, work. she's like appearing on The Swiss Family Robinson and the she's on mm. one episode of Mary Tyler Moore, she's I on an episode of Bionic a, Woman. Bion- that's it. I have seen her yeah. on a, a like she a plays 1976 Aura yes. on Bionic Woman the she, TV series. She is in a great episode of Bionic Couple, Woman. couple of Knots Landings. I she mean is, and she's like a damn. teenager on when oh, she's yeah. on that She'd Bionic Woman one. She'd have to be. But yeah. no, her in Trancers as just, there's nothing cooler in an 80s movie than the new wave babe. Oh, yeah. Just like right. the girl who works <laughs> the like. The Hollywood version of the new yeah, wave. Yeah, the Or the Charles Band version of the new wave. Yeah, the movie version of case. new wave babe is, it's like got a 100% success rate. Oh, yeah. It's always cool. Every one of them is always like as cool as Karen O. From the Yeah Yeah Yeahs at her coolest, <laughs> like you know Diane Lane in Streets of Fire, yeah, Linda Hamilton in Terminator, Helen Hunt in Trancers, all those nineteen eighty four genre movie new wave babes. I'd say Night of the, the Comet, coolest. Night of the Comet was that, uh, that was also nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four was the year of was, the cinema new wave babe. I love Catherine it. Mary Stewart in Night of the Comet is yeah my all time yeah, and I just didn't know it was such a this was the end of the night. We were probably watching this like 10 p.m. after having watched movies for like 10 Since hours. Since noon, yeah. yeah. We get together at like we were, noon and go basically until about 10, 11, Half of 12, us were yeah. drunk. You know, like we'd been stuffing ourselves with candy. Yeah. we. I had 40 boxes of movie candy <laughs> downstairs. Yeah, this guy. Like, we, went, we go crazy on our movie days. And here... <laughs> go here, crazy with the candy. We go crazy with candy and booze <laughs> on the movie days. We're wild. Woo! And... Uh, <laughs> And here we are at like 10 p.m. after watching nothing but cheap genre sci-fi movies all day. And this room is all just in love with Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. This actress who we've all known about for our whole life. And now we're all just like, how great is Helen Hunt? Right? <laughs> how great is Helen Not Hunt? Not what we huh? expected to get Not to. Not the end yeah. of the evening when people are leaving Not our we house. We would it's be. just like, man, how good was Helen Hunt, right? Helen Hunt, and the, and there's a scene where they go to the club and she's dancing and oh, she's just she's got like perfect. the she's got that loose like new wave eighties tee going on mm-hmm. that's like all over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's just like man, it's, it's such perfection. a great. It's just such a uh, in the moment time capsule. And this is not. We need of, to be clear. This is not us 
like leering at Helen Hunt. No, we want to. I want to. It dance. was more just like this girl is fun and just the coolest character. Yeah. It's such a perfect '80s character, and it's she's obviously done very well in her career. Obviously, so it's it's silly to say she God needs bless. she needs more credit for Trancers. Apparently, they're doing their their like the every TV show now they're rebooting. They're going to have some new Mad About You situation come out with the what? her and the Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Coming back to TV, huh? Why not? I do, I why mean, not? Everything yeah, else, right? Everything else is from the mid '90s. That, that's where we're at. We're we just go back like 29 years and just pull yeah. what was popular in 1990. You know? Apparently, people watch some show called Veronica's Closet. <laughs> we're getting there, son. We're getting there. You know, I kind of noticed it was between Christy Friends Alley and Seinfeld. Needs a is reboot? that the only yeah. reason it was popular? I don't care. We're bringing it back. <laughs> Caroline in the city, still in the city. Oh, let's do it. Bring some. I'd, I'd actually be I'll fully on board a Leia Thompson mm-hmm. reboot. 100%. But, uh, <laughs> but Trancers is, and Helen Hunt was in Trancers Two, which we've not seen. <laughs> no, that is a future cast episode. Yeah, here. that is a future. So it's come to this. I just can't believe there are so many. I mean, like I know, I get it. It's a popular movie series, but there's like seven, there's six, seven Trancers. But and it, cool thing is though, Tim Thomerson in six of them yeah so we can we can probably just skip transfer six uh, i like that they had a transfer six without tim thomerson and then it's like we're bringing back thomerson oh is that what happened seven yeah. they skipped him for six and they were like that didn't work at all yeah okay was, that makes sense it was tim i would love to th- i've purposely not looked into it because i want to believe that tim thomerson's like guys we've done like five of these things right what what more of the what Jack else? Death character exactly. can we be? And then they do a six without Sick him, to and death. he's just sitting at home just like, bullshit. <laughs> like, they are not doing a Trancers without Jack Who's Death. Who's this Johnny Life they got in here? Yeah, right? <laughs> so I love that he's direction. like, oh, we're bringing me back for seven. I'd like to so. think that he has like a, get banned on the phone. I'm coming <laughs> back for Trancers 7, Death Returns. Oh, man. I'm ass- I also assume... The Trancers movie, I hope, I hope that the Trancers sequels all have, like, colon titles, like, Death Lives Again, or something like that. And if they don't, I think that they is eventually a major do. misstep. They do, they actually, they do a, a, a la- later on in the series. Death takes a turn. Yeah. Like, they all need to be pulp. I think one is, like, noir. Death Lives or something. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be, have a bad pulp like title yeah very like pulpy yeah in you know that's what i think is so great about this uh movie because it really captures the pulp it's adventurous mm-hmm. and it's got that kind of slee it's there's enough sleaze yeah but it's never sleazy no but and, it, ha- it has enough of that 84 los angeles grind yeah and jack it. death is a great character who's just kind of this he kind of starts out like with as as an homage right and and he kind of becomes his own. I I don't know. Like I I feel like he wasn't such a caricature to me towards the end. Mm. Um, you know that, or or maybe I just had gotten used to like the cigarette hanging out of his mouth kind of thing no, that he I does. But to... it's kind of one of those where it's like Thomerson gives him just enough in the movie that uh, I don't know. It 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 stuck with me more than. You know, or or it's one of those where it's like I couldn't see anyone else doing this. Yeah. Where you see a character like James Bond, who anyone can really play him. You know, yeah, sorry, Sean Connery, but an iconic any... role that really isn't a difficult role because you're giving yeah. you're given all the cool shit to say and to do. Yeah. So a lot of people could be James Bond, whereas Jack Death isn't a perfect guy, 
You know, he botches a couple of things, but he's not a bumbling doofus. Mm -hmm. He's still a cool guy, good at his job, who's, uh, he, Tim Thomerson hits all of the right notes for Jack Death. He just gets what is needed from Jack Death, Mm -hmm. which again, (laughs) is ridiculous. And I love how you point out that it is, it really captures the pulp of these things. Something like Blade Runner didn't need the pulp. Because it's such a powerful movie about personal relationships and personal identity. And you know how much of that is really you buying into that. Right. Um, the, that ideal. Transfers doesn't deal with that kind of depth. And it doesn't need to. It succeeds like as its own fun pulpy thing where it owes just as much to like you said Philip Marlowe. It owes yep. just as much to like the long goodbye you know, like right. a, st- a bumbly detective private eye movie as it does to some heady sci-fi like Terminator or Blade Runner. It fuses those genres really way better than I think it gets credit for. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a beloved movie within its circles, but it's never been, you know, a huge movie. There's never well, going to yeah. be like a, we're rebooting Transfers for the theater. Like, that's not going to happen. Probably not going to see a Trances kind of reboot. Clout. Yeah. But, uh, it, it... <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is Jack Death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get you there. Know? But it's such a cool movie with, filmed at the perfect time. I, I think I brought this up during the movie day. And it's one of those things that seems obvious once it gets said, but nobody is, none of us have really talked about it as much. That I love on location movies from 80s and earlier now sure yeah yeah seeing a movie from la in the 80s is just really cool like you're not seeing a movie set in vancouver or toronto you're seeing a movie that is set in la it's filmed in la it's cheap but you get to see a lot of cool area well cool landmarks cool i mean might be uh objective because it's basically skid row they're filming on skid row here (laughs) yeah um yeah you're that's where the pulp comes from and and actually the kind of second half of this movie is not only does he have to bring whistler to death or death has to bring whistler to justice (laughs) death by killing him but whistler is trying to kill an ancestor of like the city council or something right yeah so everybody's jumping time to kill ancestors so now they're all killing baby hitler exactly so now Death has to go find this uh, drunk, uh, homeless uh, yes. Skid Row guy who turns out to be like a former ball player, of yeah. all things, uh, and rescue him as if he's like the Sarah Connor of the movie. And yeah, the Sarah Connor of the movie is a is an alcoholic bum. He's a bum, former and ball player. We so we get to see this whole scene of uh, hobo stickball, as Josh yeah. put it. Hobo and, stickball uh, let me in tell an you, alley. If you don't know. Uh, our friend is a huge fan of Hobos, so when this happened, Josh he started. Such... He about squealed. I think he, he did. was so delighted. Josh, loves so that's what I mean. Everybody got a little movies. something out of this. Yeah, movie, this man. had something for ev- everybody. Left this Hobos. movie. <laughs> e- Transers fulfilled every wish, every and niche. expectation yeah. from every single person in our movie group. Yeah, Didn't Hobos on film. I think we've watched. <laughs> we've watched like two minutes four later. Di- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, just man. let that sit Dur- there. Duran hobo <laughs> comedy. Hobos on uh, film. Hobos on film. <laughs> uh, I think we've watched probably like four different hobo-centric movies entirely because of Josh. Oh, yeah. And I think we shared with him... So funny. ...putrid masterpiece Street Trash. Ugh. Talk about the grossest, dirtiest... Even that one, man. That That's a tough ever. one for me. Yeah. That was part of our was magic night one. of you... That movie was finally... You were just like, I'm drunk. I got a headache. Yep. I'm not putting up with Street Trash yeah. anymore. Yeah. And that was the night of Sleepaway Camp. Yes. Yeah, I checked out early and then uh, was violently awoken when everyone started screaming their heads off at the end of Sleepaway Camp because no one knew what uh, that was about. So yeah, Josh has been a part of many hobo movie experiences. This was was a surprise hoboing. Yeah. The surprise hoboings are the best. Yeah, the surprise third act hobo stickball game. But yeah, Mm. I love that, like like we talked about, this came out like right around the same time as Terminator and it just flipped tons of the Terminator important... Stuff that Terminator does powerfully. Yes. Like, Terminator resonates with me like few movies do. I think it is a masterpiece. Like, top ten all time, regardless of genre for me. And this manages to take some of the important parts of Terminator and put a fun, unique twist on it. So the fact that Sarah Connor is just a bum. Yep. Just some guy. There's no sex angle. With him like, no. man, I'm helping this woman because she, she's the mother of the free world. I don't know who the lucky guy is. Yeah. This is just helping out some doofus who's like a drunk. So now he not only had to Well, convince... it's like if Kyle Reese had found Sarah Connor and she's like, you know, uh, a drug addict streetwalker or something. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, boy. this? All right. You know? Great. Yeah, challenges your you So know, I like how he already had expectation. to convince Helen Hunt, a one-night stand, which he got none of the pleasure from, <laughs> that he was from the future and saving the world. Now he has to convince a bum. So it's like he's now being put... This, he gets... This is all the sex. He just gets to sit in for all <laughs> of the convincing people that the, he's something ridiculous. All of the skid row hanging out. Yeah, yeah. he gets the worst parts. <laughs> and it's so great. And the movie purposely puts him there in the best ways the movie is it's so much fun it's a movie that even as i'm talking about it i'm realizing how much more i love i love trancers than yeah. i already knew i loved oh trancers. yeah oh i know and yeah. even yeah that, that's what's so great about the this back and forth here it's like yeah oh i forgot about that part oh yeah of course there's that and yeah the 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 bump who of course being a former major league pitcher you think that comes into play at all at the end? <laughs> yeah. It's going to come back. It, it comes into play. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say the guy's got to throw a fastball at a very uh, important moment yeah. uh, in the it's, action. And I love how actual delivers. important movies, like, I don't know if it's considered important now, but it's a movie I really enjoyed when it came out in theaters and it Mac made and tons of money. <laughs> yes. The Paul Rudd classic. <laughs> uh, no, Signs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because now M. Night Shyamalan's a little bit more of, like, uh, people have a, some skepticism right. about him. Uh, even but though, I know exactly what you mean when you say that because the of whole, the whole Joaquin uh, yeah. Phoenix thing. Yeah, The whole Joaquin Phoenix, the whole movie is making all these pointless allusions to his failed baseball career. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. All of that <laughs> was just because aliens who hate water landed on a planet that's made up of more water than land and his failed baseball career 
Is that going to be the thing that saves us? Well, not only, but it wasn't even that. It was that his his failed baseball career coincides with the daughter's habit of leaving glasses yeah. of water everywhere around Ugh. the house so that he can hit the water. It's, what kind of plan is that? What a, I'm an alien that's allergic to H2O. That planet's got seventy nine percent H two O. We know H2O. we're taking a risk by landing on this planet. We just love that human meat so much. The meat I is, assume they were eating the people. The in that meat movie. is so good. They just took people away. They it didn't, is worth the they risk. They never said why they were it here. It is the deadly puffer fish. It is, yeah, conundrum. Yeah, like oh, it's the best you've ever had. You may die. You may. You eh, very much may die. No risk, and no so reward. Signs built this whole, and that movie got lauded when it came out it made over 200 million i loved it i went on a date with that movie i had a it was, freaking I, ball. I remember enjoying loved it a lot signs. yeah nothing but positive I, I, that was definitely an opening night thing where everyone's same here yeah out. everybody was there was people yeah. were way into it when the when the things oh, hand came under out the door, the door and stuff yeah signs oh, yeah. will Ooh. always have a memorable spot in my heart 20 years later but transfers does that kind of stuff you know and, uh, but for fun. But for but, fun. Yeah, but they like per- in a really fun way. They don't do it in this fully important, like, oh, coincidences are the best. Like, shut yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Like, Transfer's like, no, the guy's a bum. And then at the end of the movie, the guy's going to throw his fastball. To, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's so great. Yeah. It's just one of those great classic 80s characteristics. The whole movie knocks every one of its tropes out of the park. It's nothing but good. We gotta come back. We it's gotta nothing do, but good. This is now gonna be a transfers one through seven. We're gonna podcast. watch more transfers because yeah. uh, we need to retrans. We want to watch them. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> get ready to retrans. Get ready with us. to be tranced. Uh, thanks for joining us on this one. I yeah, go see transfers. Go see transfers any way you can. You can buy any a which cheap way to lose transfers DVD of the first three movies. For like three bucks I on eBay, I, I'm you know the movies yeah. are terrible quality because Blue Moon doesn't care about remastering <laughs> their movies; they just care about the nickels. That's and, all part of the. That's all part uh, of the fun. But it's great. Me, right? We watch a DVD of Transfers that looked like a worn VHS of Transfers, yeah. and it all added to it. And it if you such, guys, such a killer uh, if you experience. can explain to us what a transfer is, that would also be very helpful. I love it. I mean, we, <laughs> we had already watched ten hours of movies. For all I know, at the very beginning, it's like, well, you see, Art Lafleur is. Just just like the thing about transers is, <laughs> yeah. and I could have just been, like, and I could have just been making fart jokes, yeah. like amongst the whole, or I could have been just like, oh, this is Art Lafleur. He was really great in the Sandlot, and I just talked <laughs> over the everything. whole yeah. explanation of what a transfer is. If that happens, hey, that's on me. That's on you. <laughs> if they lay out, I'll in take that depth What a transfer is. I don't know, man. But I'm pretty sure. I think the transfers were the friends we made along the way. Yeah, I think the real transfers <laughs> were the memories and the transfers we made. Well, Wait, thank well. you. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on this trip down there'll transers more, lane. There'll be more trancing about. Uh, yeah, future. we'll get back to trancing. Uh, for now, I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. It has come to this. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Good night. <laughs>